everybody, this is Reggie. Welcome back to the show. Uh, just so you know, this show is now going to be weekly on Thursdays and is going to be uh, renamed something like uh, The Hobby of Collecting. I don't know. You're going to find out once you see it show up in your uh, podcast feeds. But yeah, this show is going to go weekly. I think I'm still going to do Reggie's Comic Stories every other Wednesday, uh, alternating with Chris. Uh, but that will be more, you know, comic book specific uh, content, whereas this has really become more just about the the hobby and the nature of collecting and talking to different people, uh, the interesting people that are talking about their own collections, their own uh, hobbies or what have you. So uh, that's going to be what's going on for now. This episode today, uh, you know, we've been talking a lot thus far. I think this is our fifth episode in talking about collecting. And uh, to this point, we've been talking about and two people, uh, by and large, that have pretty healthy uh, hobbies with their collections. They may have what some would consider, uh, you know, a lot of things, but pretty much it does. It hasn't like ruined their relationships, or they haven't been forced to move, or uh, you know, they haven't lost custody of their children, or you know, anything horrible like that. Um, but you know, that isn't the reality of. Uh, Collecting, or you know, there is a side of it that I think it collecting can kind of brush up against the tendency to hoard, and uh, that really does change the dynamic of collecting quite a lot. You know, uh, it becomes not something you want to display, but something you want to get rid of or hide. Uh, so today, we're actually not going to talk to a hoarder, but we're going to talk to a friend of mine who I've known a very long time, and uh, she is a uh, you know very capable. Uh, you know, she has a family, she's uh, married, she has a son, uh, but she is somewhat of a compulsive collector, uh, or aggregator of things, and we're gonna, you're going to talk to her, and we're going to hear a very frank look at what goes through her mind when she's getting, uh, you know, her wares, whatever it might be. You're going to hear that it's actually a lot of different things, uh, but, you know, she's... You know she's very upfront about it, and she knows where it comes from. And uh, I think it, I think you'll find it interesting. Uh, and then after the talk, I'll come back and we'll wrap it all up. What I was gonna say is, are you recording already? By the way, I am. Yeah. Okay. So what I was gonna say is, is I think <clears throat> I've actually been on like if you want to call it a spectrum, through, like, all of it. Like, I don't know if you remember back in the day, uh-huh. I used to collect um, old dishware, like old fiesta ware, old hall oh, yeah. pottery. That's right, yeah. And there was that one point where, like, before Finn was born, that little, I don't know if you were ever at my apartment on 192nd Street, uh-huh. but at one point, you know, we... It was a one-bedroom apartment, but, you know, kind of like all the setups where, you know, you have a living room and then there's kind of like a dining room separate next to the kitchen, but it was like too small really to be you know, a dining maybe room. Maybe I was there now that I think about it, but, uh, and it, yeah. it, you know, it's kind of like a pathway in a sense, but yet it's a room. Mm-hmm. And at one point, like, I literally turned it into, I mean, it looked like a, an antique store. Like, it was just dishware displayed everywhere and I used uh, to be on eBay and going to all different antique stores and looking to get you know specific pieces and stuff like that and then once Finn came along and we were like you know having a baby's expensive 
then I started selling the majority of it, uh-huh. but kept like my favorite pieces, you know, and I, I also think I related to Finn. I mean, you remember, like I would get him all like, you know, the figures yes. for whatever, you know, comics he was into or when it was Toy Story, um, you know, I mean, I have pictures where he's surrounded by like 20 different Buzz Lightyears because of <laughs> all the different ones that he had. Yeah. So, you know, I go he to his, his his collecting also. Uh, did, oh, and uh, he does. He he collects. At, if you want, I could send you a picture of his FNAF plushies. I mean, wow, dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. Does he do the, uh, what are these things, the Funko Pops? Yeah, no, not the Funko Pops, the Funko Plushies. The Plushies, oh, okay. Yeah, he uh, might be interesting for you to talk to as I well. Would, because he's. I'll, I'll give him a, a, a talking to as a young collector. Uh, yeah. But so so what would you say is your are your favorite collected pieces? You know, just like the a couple of them. Hmm. <sighs> Definitely some of my Fiesta wear. Okay. Without a doubt. Um, currently, right now, like I'm looking at it, is a um, cast iron cat doorstop. Okay. You know, and like for a while I was like really getting into like doorstops and stuff, like the old cast iron ones that are really heavy. Sure, yeah. And. You know, buying her was, like, a whole, like, crazy experience. So, like, even the memory of being able to get her was, like, so exciting. Yeah. Um, what else are my favorite things? I mean, they're all inanimate objects. Do you count cats as well? Because I collect real cats. <laughs> well, no, I'm not gonna count. I'm not gonna count the cats yet, but you know, there definitely is something to pet collecting. There's no question about it. Uh, yeah. I know um, basically, I'm the only thing keeping this house from uh, becoming a menagerie of like mm-hmm. 20 cats. So yeah, I know what that's um, about. And right now, I'm really into, as crazy as it seems for a 46 year old woman, into like makeup. Like I've really gotten into watching. I guess out of boredom, um, like YouTube makeup artists oh, yeah, and yeah. stuff. And so, like, you know, they have those subscription boxes where once a month, you know, it's between 10 and 20 bucks. You get a, you know, and Matt's ready to kill me because at a certain point, like in the middle of the month, every month, all of a sudden, like, packages are coming yeah. because, you know, I'm getting all my subscri- subscription boxes, and I actually just canceled them. Is it all, and it, it are was, they all makeup, or is it a bunch yeah, of things? Yeah, well, it, it's like makeup, um, skincare stuff, uh-huh. although I am doing the FabFit One, the FabFit Fun um, box, which that's like a combination of, like, just shit, Carl. I mean, yeah. my first box came with a set of Giada, what's her name, from the cooking channel, like, yeah, I know you ro- the rose one. gold, you know, measuring spoons, like, I, I don't know why, <laughs> um, but, you know, that was, like, one of the items. It's to, that's to impress your cookies, you know. I, I know. guess so, <laughs> and so, like, you know, and the way that that box works is that you get one every season, you know, spring, summer, winter, fall, I mean, fall, winter, oh. and... Winter box is coming, like, as a matter of fact. Like, it's so weird that you asked to talk about this right now because it's really been going through my head. Uh-huh. 
so the way the the box works is that at a certain point they open it up where you could customize four three or four out of the six like big ticket items that you get in the box. Uh-huh. And so the box is 49.99 and you get like over 2 to 300 dollars worth of stuff supposedly. So, you know, customization happens and then you also have add-ons where they have like, you know, the high-end products for so cheap and you could add it in addition to the other stuff that you're getting. Right. But you pay and extra so, for that, right? Of course, yeah, right. Yeah, you pay yeah. extra. But, you know, it ships for free with sure, your box. Sure, sure, so, sure. you know, that's a great deal, of course. Yeah. So yesterday at like, I think it was at 12 o'clock Pacific time, it went live, you know, where you could do your customization. And so I'm sitting there at the computer and, you know, the FabFitFun website has like the countdown clock. And as soon as, of course, it was supposed to go live, like the website crashed. So there I am like wow. reloading and reloading and, you know, because... I want to be able to choose the best things because eventually they run out and then you get a box of wow. shit you don't want. And wow. it, it, it was just ridiculous that, you know, and the stuff that I got, you know, do I really need? No. Right. right. You know, why do I want it? I don't know. Um, I have four box, three boxes upstairs filled with stuff that I haven't even touched yeah although every now and then i get something like it's cold right now i'm wearing the scarf that i got through them uh-huh. and i love it like i wear this scarf every single day um even in the house like i just i love it but is that worth in total for the year i've spent two you know over 200 dollars on these four boxes was this scarf worth 200 dollars? no right. yeah but yet i love it you know I mean, what I mean? And, it gives you know, me this thrill. I didn't I, exactly. I didn't. I didn't really think about these subscription boxes. I realized that they're catered to collectors, and there are ones obviously that are like totally to collectors, like Pokemon boxes. Oh, there's everything. But it's it's kind of Marvel has one. Absolutely, they DC yeah. has one too. Marvel DC has, ha- a, yep. has at least two actually. They have one for comics and one for toys uh, that I know of. So, but you know, and there's everything under the sun. They do it now with food, and we actually kind of get them with the Freshlies is sort of set up that way. Mm-hmm. Although there's no real, but I think you you have with your your boxes and with the other collecting boxes, if they've distilled it down to just the thrill. You oh know, yeah, just like the most basic element of the thrill of the hunt, and, and I didn't I didn't realize this thing about the countdown clock. Yeah, and then uh, wow. the other the other part right now is besides your customization, which that I've done, yeah. um, and I got, you know, I'm happy with all my picks, whether I'll use them or not, you know, who knows. Sure. But the add-ons are still live right now, too, which, and that's live for, like, the next couple of days. And the last time I did add-ons, I actually got really good stuff that uh-huh. I used, you know, like, it's all gone now. I was really hoping they would have it again this time. They didn't, and uh, I hate everything that they, they're offering, but yet I keep adding stuff into my box. Like, you know, they'll have the milk makeup blur stick for only $14, uh-huh. and I'm like, well, you know, it normally sells for 28 you know, so let me get it. That's an amazing deal, but then you have to get all this other stuff you don't want, and it sounds... But the thing is, I don't even need it, Carl. <laughs> I don't even need it, you know, like... You don't need I a just, blur or, stick? 
I don't need to blur my face what if, anymore. What if you're going to be on camera and you want to blur yourself out? You know, you don't want them to see I don't know. <laughs> I could wear green and stand in front of a green screen so nobody sees me. Um, there you go. I could just be a floating head. Cool. Um, you know, it, it's crazy. You know, oop, it's crazy. And I, I just organized some of my makeup last night that I've been carrying. Oh, my God, my spider's still alive, Carl. Oh, really? Bertha? Holy Christ, she made a web last night. That's amazing. I figured she was dead. Sorry to get off topic, okay. but it's been so cold, I, I, and I knew I, the I, end of I her love, life was coming. I've loved seeing you become an entomologist on Facebook. You just loving all the bugs around everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. I've gotten so attached to Bertha that I've, like, I've seriously considered trying to capture her and keep her. Yeah. Like, because I've watched her grow, but I can't believe she made a web last night. This is just. I gonna, really thought she was be dead. This is like Charlotte's web. I'm telling you, I'm sorry to say. It's what it, it is. It doesn't it, end happy. This one. That's all I right. I know it doesn't, Carl. That's all right. The spider <laughs> lived a happy, happy life in spite. And then of her life. babies come. I'm waiting for my house to be infested with baby That's, spiders. Oh, that'll be that'll be beautiful. <laughs> that'll be my next collection. That's you know, um, that's so so. Let's. Uh, I just want to rewind a little bit. Yep. Uh, so, you know, the collecting of, uh, you know, iron doorstops and stuff, thats that would, I think, be considered a uh, more rational type collection. But you also, like you say, you, you have boxes and boxes of makeup. And I've also known that you are a big fan of sales and clearance racks. Yes. And you find yourself there. Uh, but... The thrill is similar. Do you think that's what it is? Do you think you're just chasing that thrill of shopping? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, what can I get for so cheap? Because, I mean, and a lot of girls will tell you this. Like, if you if they got something on sale that they love yeah. and you compliment it, Right after their thank you, they'll say, you know, oh, my God, it was only, you know, five dollars sure, at, yeah. you know, you know, whatever store they got it at. And it's like that thrill of getting something so good that you love for so cheap. I mean, I will tell you, since I've moved to Connecticut and I, you know, it's not so easy for me to get around. You know, I'm not walking to a train station and passing stores right, or right, right. easy to just hop on a train and get into the city. Um, I'm not in the stores as much shopping. And I think that's probably why these, like, subscription boxes um, or Amazon, you know what I mean? I fucking... There's an Amazon package coming every other day. Oh my God. You know, yeah. and it's not even, but what I, what I like about Amazon is it's like my everyday stuff. You know what I mean? I need razors. Right. Amazon is cheap for oh, razors. No Boom, order it. We do the same thing. You know, thing. one click and it's here, you know, two days later. Um, so, it, you know, it's the thrill of getting something that I don't know. That I don't really need, I would have to say, 90% of the time yeah. for a good price. I mean, same thing with stuff for Finn. You know, I get Finn stuff all the time. Is all that, the time. Would you Now, now there's something I've talked to uh, a bunch of collectors that were one of their rules, and this is people we're not talking about getting 
razors or socks or anything like that. But you know, just getting they're collecting toys and and coins, mm-hmm. uh, and they they won't go online because to them that removes the thrill of the hunt. But I right. I disagree to an extent. I think it gives you it can give you a same thrill because you can end up hunting around online. Oh yeah. For great deals, you can be camped out on on bids on eBay. You know, but. Mm-hmm. Would you agree that it's not as exciting as in the real world coming upon a, a deal or something like that? No, I, I don't. You think it's as exciting? And again, yeah. Yes, and I think part of it is, again, because I'm not at stores as much, so I had to kind of, like, shift the way that I shop or look for things. Um, but, you know, I always loved eBay. And that's another thing that I could tell you that I have, like, this major issue with. It's not eBay. But up here in the area that I'm in, there's a place called Black Rock Galleries uh-huh. that it's, you know, antiques, things like that. But they have an auction website. And so, uh-huh. I mean, if I tell you, like... I love looking at the auctions, and I've gotten a couple of cool stuff through it, and so is, like, a couple of good friends of mine as well. But besides Black Rock Galleries, then I found Auction Ninja, and they have, like, a ton of auctions, like, you know, and it has to it has to be, like, listed in, like, the area around me because I have to be able to get to it to pick it up. Um, but there are a lot of places, or it'll be people that instead of wanting to have a tag sale they'll go to, you know, Auction Ninja or Black Rock Galleries and say, you know, this is the contents that I want to get rid of. And it, they put it up and, you know, pictures and you could bid. Uh-huh. And it has a couple of days until, you know, it ends. And it's and a lot of it is stuff that I love, like old pieces of furniture or um, it is mostly furniture and art. But I got this, like, amazing, like, 1970s... Um, electric like food cart it's uh what's the name of it sultan and so back in like you know like back in cocktail parties happened it's like one of those like roll carts that you could plug in it heats up to keep food warm if you wanted it um it's super cool, super seen, retro I think looking. I've seen this on television. I think I've seen them. You like, probably have. Yeah. And I turned it into like a bar cart. You what know, I like I don't plug it in to heat food up or anything. Yeah. But, and that was one of my most favorite things. And, you know, the thrill of seeing the time running out and are you the highest bidder? And, oh, yeah. You know, and then when you get it, you know, it's just like, ah. Oh, it feels so good. It feels good. <laughs> and that, well, then there's the winning of the bid, and then there's you, there's mm-hmm. you know, a couple of days, and then there's the mail, the opening of the box, and like just right. that, just just I think that's where the subscription box is coming to. Oh, like, absolutely. Just the opening of a box can be very satisfying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you and especially when there's something cool inside. But I mean. You know, as you know, you're, I'm sure, I'm not telling you, these are just things, like, the, the feeling is mostly fleeting, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and are you, are you having issues with space in your house, in your house? Uh, um, you, no. No. Yes, I mean, I, we have a big basement downstairs okay. that's, like, filled with shit. Yeah. Um, but I am one that will purge. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, just as much as... Um, I bring stuff in. I love like going through my clothes and getting rid of stuff that I don't wear. It doesn't fit. I never liked it. Granted, so much of it has tags on it. Like I just gave 
Wow. Three huge bags of clothes to one of my students and a coworker. Um, and it, I love doing that as well, like purging and then, you know, bringing new stuff in, uh-huh. in a sense. But it doesn't look like a hoarder's house. Yeah, I mean, it's all part of the yeah. cycle is the purging and, you know, then the the acquiring and, you know, it's, it's sort of mm-hmm. just a, a never-ending thing. But, you know, that's, I think that's all part of the collecting uh, mm-hmm. cycle. And I think that's why what, what you are doing and definitely hearing about more specifics of it, it definitely has all the hallmarks of collecting the thrill the you know the finding the getting the you know admiring and the showing it off and the displaying you know and and right. uh, you know you have uh, you know things that you want to other people to see do you, do you get a chance right. to show off your collection of quite a bit or it depends on what it is like yeah. you know the stuff in my house yes because the things that I collect that I love I put on display and of course like. The minute Jason comes over or somebody, you know, we I mean, I don't have much of a social life anymore, so not many people are coming over. <laughs> but, you know, the minute somebody comes in, I'm like, hey, look what I got. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I want to show it to them sort of thing. And Jason and Kristen are great for that because Jason, I mean, when he comes up here, he's coming up here because he loves going to, you know, Black Rock Galleries or Stratford Antiques because he's just as psycho as I am. Yeah. But not as... He's not as bad, but he does love getting his antiques and stuff. And as for my makeup, I don't show off my makeup collection except for what's on my face. It's on your face. There you go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So if somebody says, oh, you know, your skin looks great today or that eyeshadow is you were really like, pretty. I've learned it with this thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, there's that gratification know. too. Uh, right. You know, there, there's and definitely a showing off aspect of any collecting, and I think that's what, how you do it. And one thing I like about the makeup that gives me a good feeling is the stuff that I don't like, I gift to somebody else. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't wear eyeliner. I know you do. Here, here, you know, and I'm giving them an eyeliner that normally costs $30 because it was in one of my subscription boxes. And I don't use it, and now they're so excited to get it, and I can make them happy. I, I mean, you know I, what I, I mean. I want to explore that a little bit, and I do the uh, precise same thing. I do it with books, but uh, there's many different ways. Sometimes I get two of the same. I see a book for cheap that I already have, but I, I think it's so good that I, I buy it to give it away. Yep. Or you know, I again, while purging, I have to get rid of large numbers of books, and I end up. Giving away as many as I can. To be honest, I've given away many to the libraries and friends. Mm-hmm. And at certain points, I've had to even just dump them. Just got it got out of hand. Uh, and I do. I also find that gratifying to give those to people. But you know, there's the point still remains that I did purchase them <laughs> with my money, and you, you know, you mm-hmm. purchase the things you're giving away. Uh, but do you do you feel like when you once you have something, it's almost like uh, the the money value is drained out of it. I don't know. I can't really explain it, but that's something I kind of feel. What do you mean? Try so, to explain that a little bit. So, like, you know, say, say I I do get a book, and eventually it's after a year or so, it's going to be on the giveaway pile. I don't think too much about how much I paid for it at that point. No, you I know? don't think about... I'm just I'm just like, oh, I think so-and-so will like this book. Right. And that's it doesn't matter, so... Yep. Uh, that's how I am, too. I, and I've all... I've always been, and that's why I think for me, I don't know, I mean, I guess you could call it collecting because I collect 
stuff. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it's, you know, a genre of stuff, if that's the right word, or a certain category of stuff. Uh-huh. But I've always... And I think you know this about me. I've always loved to spend money. I've always loved to buy things, even if it's not for me. I love giving gifts. I love thinking about it, what they would like. You know, is this good for them? If I see something, even if it's not your birthday or a holiday coming up, if I see something and I know you would like it, I'll buy it for you. Uh You know what I mean? And give it to you because... You know, it made me think of you. And yeah. so, you know, when it comes to, like, the value of things, you know, once I give it away, it, I don't know. I don't know. And I, that's probably what gets me into trouble sometimes. Yeah. You know, is – and thank God for Matt because he, he, he saves. <laughs> he, he reels me in, and he's a saver. Uh-huh. But – there's a part of me that feels like, you know, this is what I work for. You know, yeah. this is why I put so many hours in and stuff like that. So I could do things like this, like for Finn. So I could buy him what I want to buy him. And sure. I would say 70% of the stuff I get him, he uses it for like a day or two or plays with it for like a day or two. And then it sits in a corner. Yeah. You know, that's the way life is, you know what I mean? That's just, uh, I will say with him though, I get upset if I've spent a decent amount of money on something that he says he wanted and then he's not using it or (laughs) it's not, you know, because you know, it's like in one sense, I'm trying to teach him about money and being responsible, yeah, and that, but at the same time, I mean, I'm not a good example for him. Because yeah. but, I but just that that's that's kid stuff right there. That's that's just I think every parent could uh, commiserate with you on that. Right. Because that's just right. I think maybe especially boys too are just like there's so many there's so many products aimed there's so many more toys aimed at boys. Although I will say there are more toys for girls now than there used to be. But there used to be really like. The girls had like, some dollies, you know. Right. They had that stuff, and the boys had like massive play sets and mm-hmm. vehicles and whatever. And it's like it's only so long you can really play with that stuff. Uh, but you know. But it's the opposite with clothes for kids. Right. Yeah. Do you oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like I've always said, if I had a girl, I would be so broke yeah. because of all the, the cute stuff. And I don't know if you remember. I mean, when Finn was young, you know. We didn't really see each other much, but I went on, and this goes to collecting, um, because boys don't really have accessories like how girls have, you Uh know, bows and barrettes, but they had hats. And Finn had a huge, super fly hat collection (laughs) that I got for him. And I have so many pictures of him. I remember a picture of him kind of a floppy hat now. Well, that was my old Gap hat, actually, that floppy hat. But he had, like, you know, a Puma visor and a Kango, you know, cap and, you know, different, you know, fedoras. And (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, he had hats. And I've saved a bunch of them. And some of them I've given away to friends that have had you know, babies and stuff because, you know, they were just so cute and I hate to see them go to waste, but some of them I definitely like saved, but I collected, I would sit on eBay watching, you know, finding hats and waiting to buy them. Or, you know, a lot of times eBay would be buy it now, Uh or I would search every children's type store, you know, looking for hats. Um, 
And he had, like I said, he had a, a super fly collection of hats, without a doubt. You kind of kept him in, in nice sneakers, too, didn't you? I, I seem to recall seeing some other flicks of him. No, sneakers were never. Ones. I mean, if I saw something like cool on sale, then absolutely, yeah. you know. But um, that was never something that like I looked for. It was, it was hats and cool like especially onesies and t-shirts, you know, like I searched high and low for, you know, stuff that was cool. And I would find him. And this is before like t-shirts with characters were a big thing. But I remember I found him the Mr. T onesie <laughs> and the um, Arnold Drummond, Drummond one that says, you know, what you talking about? And, that you know, like Arnold I, Jackson. Thank sorry, you. Arnold okay. Jackson. He sorry. never was formerly right. took his, fa his adopted father's name. You are correct. Um, <laughs> And that's before it became cool for ki for like young kids to wear like you know ACDC t-shirts or yeah, I mean, you know Nirvana I mean, t-shirts. A teenager now, so we're talking about <clears throat> right. you know over a decade ago for a lot. Oh of yeah, things. sure. And then it got to the point where I would buy iron-ons and I would make him his own onesies <laughs> well, because wow. I couldn't find like the t the onesies that I wanted. So, you know, I mean, I have fucking issues. <laughs> Well, let's talk about some of these issues, if we can sure. get to them a little bit. So, did your mother collect, was that something mm -hmm. she did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was, well, she was a big garage sailor. Uh -huh. A big, big, big garage sailor. And when she passed away, uh -huh. we don't know how word got around, but all of a sudden at her service, and I think during Shiva as well, these different women were coming, you know, showing up saying, oh, I knew your mom from the garage sale circuit. Wow. And how they heard that she passed away, I have no idea. But, you know, that was her thing. You know, it's my tight, mother towards the circuit, end. You know. mm -hmm. <laughs> my mother towards the end of her life did not leave the house. Yeah. Whether she had, I forget what the phobia is called about leaving. Agoraphobia. Um, yeah. Right. But the only time, and she did not socialize at all, the only time she would leave the house would be to go to doctor appointments to get her prescription pills uh -huh. or to garage sales. And that was it. And, sorry, I'm smoking a cigarette outside. When it's she right. passed away, the shit that was in this house, I mean, Jason and I had a huge garage sale wow. the summer after she passed away. And we made, I mean, so much money wow. selling it. And, of course, I kept some of the stuff that I loved. Sure. That, you know, but, I mean, I still have, um, like, bangled bracelets that she had. We buried her with, we used to call them her Wonder Woman bracelets because she got those, oh, God, I can't remember the name of it. I got to look this up. The, the material that they were made out of. Oh, okay. But they, but they were um, Wonder Woman style. Well, they were shackles thick, or whatever, yeah. Kind of, yes. They were thick, um, yellow. She had pink. I still have yellow. I still have pink from her. Because, of course, she was also the type that she wouldn't just buy one. Um, sure. I have that problem, too. I don't know what that's about. Yeah, same with me. I mean, it's the same thing with clothing. You know, I uh -huh. if I like a shirt, I buy it in every color. Um but anyway, so yes, she she was a big collector <laughs> of junk. You know, she would she <laughs> yeah, that's where I definitely that's get where it you from. got it from. When when she passed away, uh, 
And just so the audience knows, you were somewhat young when that happened. Not, not like a little. I kid. was nineteen. You were exactly. You were nineteen. Uh, were you or were you already collecting by then also? No, I mean I definitely um, I liked going to garage sales with her. Uh-huh. Um, but I wasn't. No, I definitely wasn't. I wasn't into that stuff then. You know what I mean? I don't even remember where, like, I would get my clothes and stuff like that. Although I always loved a thrift store. Uh-huh. You know, but I, I wasn't into it then. I think that, I mean, I think there's a certain level of shopping that almost every, at least American, can enjoy. You know what I mean? We're sort of bred into this very commercialized world where... Uh, you know, I think even there are even casual shoppers will say or casual collectors they'll they'll go by the clearance racks. You of know course. what I mean? They're looking yeah. for they're looking for deals. People that clip coupons, I think I'd even put in that category where it's like you are, you know, you are saving money, but you're also sort of being a little bit uh, obsessive compulsive about, you know, oh, yeah. getting Which... getting a nickel nickel and dime out of your canned fruit or whatever. To go back really quick, it's called Bakelite, which oh, was the yes. type of, right? Um, but anyway, speaking I have, of I have coupons, a Bakelite ashtray from the Third World's Fair, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of coupons, my good friend Christy is like the coupon ladies that you see on the TLC channel. Yeah. She will go to the market, and she spends $10 and brings home enough stuff to for her family for the next, like, three months, plus to give away to, you know— Homeless shelters, things like that she does. But she is one of those crazy coupon people. I might people. want to talk to her. Does, does she have, like, ridiculous amount of vis- food visible when you go to her house or something? I don't know. I've never been there. I don't know what her collection looks like. I think she does in terms of, um, like, laundry detergents, things like that. You know what I mean? Like the toiletries. Um, I could ask her and then see if that'd she'll be, talk with cool. you. Yeah, if, if she wants to talk If not, I'm... I wouldn't be surprised if she knows people that do because they have, like, their own little group. You sure. know what I mean? There's Facebook pages for them, and somebody taught her how to do it. Well, and it's it's, like a, it's actually... almost like a sport, you know what I mean? Like, yes. these ladies go, and it's like the fact that they saved so much money, I'm the, the high. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the high that, you know, you or I get from getting a deal online. The high that they right. get must be unbelievable, you know, where they're just oh, like, yeah. cause they came home with, 50 pounds of crap for ten for five ten dollars. Right. It's unbelievable. And the stuff she gets for free yeah. because she has, coo- you know what I mean? She has this coupon and that coupon and it was on sale. And but it's got to be a lot of sto- nonsense. Like you, like, like you say, like she's just giving away to homeless shelters because a lot of times it's just a crazy deal on maraschino cherries. Right. You know, right. And like, it's like needs <laughs> you don't really all of that. need all that stuff. But, but if <laughs> I tell you, there was like, I was going through like this whole issue with heartburn. And stuff, really acid reflux. Uh-huh. Um, and she was like, oh, I have Zantac. She was bringing me, I mean, Zantac is effing expensive. Uh-huh. She's like, oh, yeah, I got these all for free. And she brought me in like three boxes of them. Wow. You know, and I was like, free? Like, what are you talking? Because she had coupons and this and that. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy. That I don't have the patience for. I feel like people- that I. People that do that are like that guy that used to dress up in the suit with dollar signs all over it. Like, the government has plenty of money uh-huh. for you, you know? Just uh-huh. like to have those commercials. I forget mm-hmm. what the guy's name was. 
But uh, I know who you're talking about, though. It's cool. Uh, do you have any friends that you talk to about your collecting? Do you have a little network of anybody? Um, well, I don't really have friends any. Yeah, I don't really have friends anymore. <laughs> it's oh, rather come sad. On, um, but I mean, like my friend Keith is very into a lot of the stuff that I'm into. Like he, him, and his boyfriend love the auction websites. Uh-huh. So we'll send each other links all the time of like, look what you know is at Black Rock Galleries. Um, so we'll talk about stuff like that, you know, especially how home goods type of stuff, you know, like redecorating, getting new carpets or couches. And that's the other thing. Once I get into something, I'm like in it for a while. Yeah. Like when we were looking for a new couch or when I was looking for carpets for the house, like, you know, area rugs and stuff. I mean, I would spend hours looking at, you know, <clears throat> the different websites, house and um, whatever the other Wayfair, Wayfair, sure. You know, all of that stuff, just looking at different carpets and sending the links to Keith and saying, what do you think about these two carpets together if one was in my living room and one's in my dining room? And so he's the one <laughs> that I was really... like, I don't live in your house. <laughs> no, he was like, I love it or I hate it or, it, it, you know, it clashes. Yeah, yeah. Or when we were painting, like we send each other, you know, he's he has a cabin that he owns and fixes up and I, we were painting the inside of the house. And at the same time, both of us were doing these type of projects. And so, you know, sending each other different paint swatches and taking pictures of them on the wall. And then we, you know, some of the painting websites are cool. Like Benjamin Moore, you could like upload a picture of the room and then, you know, pick a color and like, it will like paint the wall. So you see what it looks like. And we would sit there doing this. Lizzie and I used that when we painted our old place. Yeah. So he is my friend that I can do that stuff with, especially, or like, you know, antique shopping because he's very into getting like old pieces and redoing them. Yeah. Makeup, like, you know, a lot of my friends at work or something like that, um, we'll talk about like our subscription boxes or, you know, but nothing, so, there's no club but you, or you, anything. You do have a little support to. network to validate oh, and help when you along. And it sounds like pretty innocuous, like, uh, just enthusiasts, you know, because sometimes mm-hmm. I'm thinking about these coupon clubs, you know, they really almost like incite each other, you know. Oh, like, they do. You know, you got you to gotta buy oh, this, you know, pallet full of pampers because uh, right. it's so cheap even though you don't have a kid or whatever. So, and that's what uh, Keith and I do for each other. We kind of like psych each other up yeah. for doing this type, you know, whatever project or room we're redoing. Um, you know, we... We do. We psych each other up. We tell each other, oh, that's not good. You know, maybe move it this way. Or, you know, he'll send me pictures when he's redoing his front porch. And I'll be like, put the couch in the corner over there. (laughs) And he'll send me a picture of it. And so, I mean, I have friends like that. But nothing, you know, it's not like I belong to, like, a Dungeons and Dragons club or something. Yeah. You You know, and and Matt is not somebody I, Matt's not somebody I could talk to at all. Like, it drives him crazy. Oh yeah, I might want. The I might collecting want to talk I do. To him. I'd like. I'd kind of like to see his side of the story here, but mm. uh, that's. I'll uh, just be angry and complain about how much money I spent. Well, maybe I don't want to do that. Then we don't, <laughs> we don't want to yeah, make things uncomfortable for the for everybody. Right. But it's it's definitely really interesting. A lot of what you're saying, I think, is, uh, you know, I I understand it. I I'm the same way, and I think a lot of people are the same way. But I do think you know you have at times. 
uh, you know, got into obsessive territory with oh. it. Yes, uh, it is obsessive. Like right now with the makeup stuff, it's obsessive. Yeah. It's definitely, I'll watch these YouTube people and then they'll mention products. So then I'll research the products. Half, you know, sometimes I'll go and like order the products to get them. You know what I mean? And it's what, it's very obsessive. It very, it's bad, you know? I mean, this, this is why I'll you have send to you purge. pictures. You know, this is mm-hmm. why you have to get rid of large amounts of stuff regularly because it's almost like I've gone, I've gone overboard. You know what I mean? Whoops, I went oh. too far. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, like I said, I will send you pictures if you want. Okay. Just so you could see. And the... The thing is, a lot of them aren't even, like, full sizes. It's all, like, just sample stuff, tons and tons and tons of samples. You know, yeah. I'm the type that when I go to a hotel, I steal the shampoos and conditioners, even though I never use them. Right. But just to have them. To have, you never know. There might be, they might stop making shampoo worldwide, mm-hmm. and then you, you'll be the last one. Mm-hmm. You'll be like the Omega woman with uh, the only shampoo. Yeah. In society, people will it's true. It'd be like Mad Max out there. People like going nuts, trying to burst into your house to steal your shampoo. You'll be like, no, no. I saved. I collected. <laughs> right. Or I could try and sell it. Or you and could that's sell the, it. That's another thing that I think is interesting are the people that sell so much on like Facebook and stuff. They yes. sell all their like old stuff. And I've thought about that. Like, you know, shoes that I buy that are uncomfortable. Shoes I could have an issue with too, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um that are uncomfortable and I know I'm never gonna wear them. I should just take a picture and put them up on Facebook, you know, marketplace and try and sell them. But I'd rather actually give them to somebody that I know that could use them. Yeah. But I probably could make like a boatload of money doing that there's uh, you know there's a feeling wrapped up in there for you and, and maybe for me and other people with the giving away because mm-hmm. the giving away the sharing of things and for me it's uh you know like i say mostly books reading matter or whatever or it could be something funny you know uh but sharing those things is really important to me that's kind of why i started yeah podcasting at all mm-hmm. was to share what i liked about comics and certain right. things so and when i, I find when I find something that I like a lot, I was never the type to, you know, like if you find like a pair of sneakers or like a cool shirt or something, I was never the type that only, I only wanted to be the one to have it. Uh Like if it was a good deal, I would want, I'd tell all my friends about it, go and get it. You know, I didn't care if, you know, I was standing in a crowd of my friends and we all had the same sweater, Right. you know, because it was such a good deal to get, you know, I've, I've never been like that. I always love sharing like a good bargain or something that works well. I don't know. Well, that's, that's why you just... got me that pink lady satin jacket so that we could all be in the same crew, <laughs> right? We could all stand around with the pink jackets. <laughs> Everyone would know that we were together. You know, yep. don't, don't mess with us. Uh, I, think, I think that there's something there, but I, I think I've got to delve into that another time, maybe, or, th- okay. or give some more thought to it. But the giving away, the, the whole thing is, is a process of uh, trying to manage time, money, space, and the giving away of, of stuff, uh, I need to talk to some other people that do that and see what their feelings are about it because it's mm-hmm. it's something, it's just all part of the, the, the world of collecting and, and uh, I don't really know what much more to say about it. It just kind of validates what we're doing because it is mm-hmm. like, you know, intrinsically you can't really justify it. It's just a thing uh, that we do because we have 
the ability to do it, it's, you know... Uh, and I think it makes us feel good to know that yeah. we're giving something to somebody that they're going to use, that they're going to like, or if it's somebody that needs stuff, you know what I mean? It, well, I mean, that, that's, it does... that's, that's the hope, but a lot of times you're just circulating stuff around, you know what I mean? You give it to them. Yeah, and possibly. They have, they have their own problems, and then they end up right. giving it away, you know. And, and, you know, maybe someone uses it. And I'm not saying you're not putting good into the world or, or to make, it, make anyone feel bad about it, but it, it's just all part of the collecting mania or just process, you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's just like... Uh, you know, making yourself feel good, make, giving yourself little visceral injections of good feeling. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's all part of it, Jamie. But uh, I think we've had a good long discussion about collecting, or your collecting for now, that, that did tread into some uncomfortable but important territory, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, I think what you do... I've definitely found with almost all collectors is they're trying to preserve a certain time. And I think for you, you your collecting kind of preserves uh, the time that you and your mother was alive. But, Absolutely. But I also think that you collect a certain mid-century quality, which also probably has to do with your youth, and that's what you were used to seeing. Uh, I've had discussions with other people about their mid-century collections, so I think... Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what it is. Also, it looks cool, so that that helps. But right. the reason we think it looks cool is because that's what we grew up with primarily. Yes, that's what you know was in my aunt's house right. and you know my grandparents and you know before mid-century became cool. You know, I always loved that stuff. That you was know? just the coffee table that you know you, your brother split your head on, yes. or whatever it was. It wasn't yes. like a, a talking piece. It was just the thing that was sitting in the living room. But. Right. Uh, I thank you very much for your time. If you, uh, oh, you're very welcome. If maybe, maybe if you get into a new hobby, we can talk again. See how your collecting is going. Sure. But, uh, well, I, I will tell you, I'm going through the process of stopping the makeup stuff, and uh, I could let because, like I said, I just canceled two two of my subscription boxes. I need to cancel the other ones, um, and it's a process, though. It's taken me. A while to like hit that cancel button. Right. You know, I, I start it and then I stop. You know, and I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. You know, what if the next box is just so good? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I don't want to keep repeating a old phrase, but that's how they get you. But no, I, I do I definitely understand. It's it's like slot machines or you know anything yeah. else where it's like, oh god, but the next thing could be amazing. But yep. Eventually, I mean, what I've seen with a lot of people with subscription boxes is eventually. And I haven't seen anyone do the makeup one, so I don't know if that's different. But mostly the toys or the, whatever, the trinkets is like the first few boxes are great. But down the line, they get so clearly bad, it's not hard to stop stop right. getting them. It's like people right. are like, goodbye. You sent me a keychain and a, and a notepad with, like, Batman on it. Uh, right. I'm done. I don't really care. So it's, you know, maybe hopefully you'll get to that point. But it's, uh, you know, in a way, I mean, you know, I don't want to jazz you up and make you feel like you know you necessarily justify you you're collecting but i think what you do is relatively harmless it probably is good that matt's oh, there right but it's not like it's not like you are fault you know the the collection is threatening to bury you or something like you're the no. your brothers or something like that no it's just it's a waste of money you know yeah. that's what it really is there could be so much other stuff that i buy instead or save for or you know it just it's 
I fucking love it, man. I hear you. Well, I love it. I'm I glad. Do, I'm do. glad to hear that. Glad at least you love it. It would stink if you were doing right. it. You hated it, wouldn't it? But yeah. Uh, but I know you. This is a podcast, so people don't see. But I will send you some pictures of stuff, and then uh, you could describe it to your listening audience, okay. especially with Finn's collection of plushies and everything. Interesting. I could. Yeah. I'm not even, and I'm so out of the loop on that fun, uh, Funko stuff. I just know it's big, but I just don't know anything yeah. about it, really. He doesn't, like I said, he, it's not the vinyl figures that he collects. It's yeah. the plushies that he, uh, and, and they also have, like, a line finale. of action figures I've seen. Yes. Like, they have everything. I don't know what, what they're all about, but, uh... That's, I mean, that's a whole other thing of stuff that's just made to collect. There's nothing, mm-hmm. there's nothing else to it. It's just a collectible, and it's like, what is this? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't, right. like, 150 years them. ago. You can't even play with them. The Funko Vine, the, like, you know, like the bobblehead-looking ones. Yeah, you can't It's not really... like they're even movable no. or action figures. They are just there. I know. They're just things. This is, like, my favorite character. But the thing about those, I know there were some, like, they did the Golden Girls one. Yep. They'll do really weird, rare things that, like, yep. you know, there are no other figures of this thing that I love, whatever it is, mm-hmm. a, a character from Tales from the Dark Side. So Right. Another big thing, really quick, I know you're probably tired of talking, but okay. once you get me going, Carl, that's I it. I know. Um, well, we can talk this after the Le- record, too, so don't worry. Okay. Is Legos, though. That's another big thing in this house. Like, oh, yeah. We had to buy, like, units for Finn. To display his Legos, and in all honesty, it's Matt that loves them. Oh, really? Matt, Matt will like one of the big piece. One of the big sets Finn has is the um, Helicarrier, and Matt will take that sucker apart and rebuild it. Like he's done that so many times. He, he has the big. I got him the big Hogwarts. Um, Castle. Uh, I know some, of, some of them are really. I mean, Lego these days uh, is model building. Yes. It's not like it was when we were when we were no. young folk. Uh, and I'm sure I know that most of my listening audience is probably aware of this. I bet a lot of them are Lego fans themselves. But you know now mm-hmm. it is totally into collecting. It used to be you just bought a box of Legos and that was it. Right. You know what I mean, but now it is totally into collecting and model building. I think that's something interesting. Yeah. So, but it's played and off it's, as Finn's thing and Matt is secretly. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know Matt loves it too. So like, you know, one of our favorite, my favorite things to do, even though I don't play with the Legos at all or build is on like a crappy day going and getting like some sort of like big Lego set and Finn and Matt will work on it. Finn loves the minifigures that he has a huge collection of, um, which I actually bought him the old, not that I bought him, I bought it for me in a sense, the old antique um, ink trays, the letter trays. Uh Uh-huh. So this way he can display them. Oh, okay, so you can hold them, yeah, the printers. Right, uh, which of course, I never put, we never hung them up or anything like that. Um, But so Finn will do that, and Finn's more of the creative with Lego. He'll invent his own things with the pieces whereas matt will he'll build a model you know what i mean like he right he goes through each bag and you know puts them together and he loves it you know he's really really into it and so um yeah it's one of our it's one of my favorite things to see them do I mean, that that's uh, as wholesome as it can get right there, father mm-hmm. and son bond. I only know about it myself because someone got me uh, the model of the Flatiron Building, 
which, mm-hmm. is, which is definitely one of the easier models, but in that right. they showed a catalog of some of the other ones, and it was just like, holy moly, you could make this, you could make a statue, a, uh, sorry, a Empire build, State Building that yep. has so much detail, you almost feel like you could walk right into the freaking thing. It's uh, yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. The, um, Hogwarts Castle was pretty, pretty crazy with the like details in it. So, but yeah, so that's definitely something in here. This little cat, Junior, I'm going to kill him. Uh-oh. Well, I'm going to go. I'm going to let you go. You can go kill okay. the cat. So that was my talk with my friend, Jamie. Uh, I hope you guys found that interesting. I found it fascinating. There was a lot that I learned uh, myself, as you heard throughout the conversation, uh, not only just about the nature of collecting and about compulsion, but just about my friend Jamie, who I've known for so long. But, you know, there's always there's always things that you don't know about people. You know, you can't know everything, uh, no matter how close you've been or, you know, however much time has elapsed that you've known each other. Uh, but, you know, I just found it really fascinating, you know, that there is still this thrill passed on to uh, online buying. And, you know, I kind of was guiding the conversation, I think, too much, but I started to think that maybe... Because uh, there is a passive thrill to winning a bid online, or but it's it just seems much uh, much less special or much less something that you're going to talk about later on than to be like, yo, I camped out on this bid on eBay for uh, you know days and something, and I and I got it because I was you know hammered the buy button or whatever the bidding button uh, you know at the appropriate time. I don't even know if that ex- that happens anymore. I'm pretty sure people have programs that do that for them, but that used to be how it was back like 20 years ago now uh, when eBay first came out. Uh, and I'm not sure if Jamie even does that, but it just made me start to think that, you know, maybe there is a shorter but more available thrill in getting those kind of uh, finds over the longer but less likely thrill of finding uh, items that you want in the wild. Just it's something to think about. It's not really a judgment on either way of doing it. It's just uh, it seems to be in the end, you know, you hope to amalgamate the same amount of feeling or the same level of feeling. It's just there's sort of a quicker way to do it, uh, albeit you have to do it more often. So uh, whatever. I don't know if that's. (laughs) I really, you know, again. The feedback to this has just been unbelievable, and there are many more interviews coming up with people that have reached out to me. Uh, also, the conversations I've had with people have led to other people that they know. Uh, it's just absolutely fascinating, this thing, and I'm really finding out that nearly everybody collects something. Um, there seems to be a subset of people that don't collect anything, but I would say that they are. there are fewer non-collectors at this point and this this is not a rigorous scientific study this is just based on conversations that I've had and people that I know but that's that's my take on it for now I would love to hear your take you can write to me at reggiereggie at gmail.com hit me up on twitter at reggiereggie of course you can write to the show site at uh, weirdcomicshistory at gmail.com and uh, our show site is chrisandreggie.com uh, so any one of those ways, hopefully I'll get one of them, but the email probably is your best bet. Actually, Twitter is the best bet, but I, I have to set something on my DMs that I am screwing it up somehow because I don't know what I'm doing at all ever on the internet. Uh, 
So anyway, thanks for listening, guys. I'd love to hear your stories and your thoughts on this episode. Until then, don't get ripped off. Stumble.